Trading that episode 146. Uh, liquidity, man. Like I, I think that, uh, I think that's a game changer. Like seeing where, seeing where the market makers possibly look for orders. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax, learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got SG on the show. Now, it stands for Stock God. He's not a stock trader, though. He's an ICT-style trader, and he's done an extremely huge amount of screenshots of charts on his journey. You're going to find out all about that and how he became a full-time trader in the show that's just about to come up. So some great insight and advice here coming up on the show. Now, before we get onto that, I do want to talk to you about some crazy different kind of advice. So if you're wondering, Cam, why are you missing a tooth? Well, <laughs> it's because uh, I, so guys listening to the podcast, you're not going to be able to see that, but check it out on the YouTube. Uh, so <laughs> I've had dramas on the Bahamas around my uh, dental work some advice for you guys, all right? So if you're younger, especially, and you're looking for a cheaper alternative when it comes to your teeth, take the more expensive one. That's my advice. Take the more expensive one. This has been a bane of my life. I had one problem tooth when I was a kid, age 14, and ever since then, I think I could have got braces and fixed it, didn't, opted for the quick and easier solution, cost less, and now I'm staring down the barrel of a five grand dental bill. I'm going to have four teeth that are, oh, sorry, three teeth, no, four teeth now that are affected by this instead of the one tooth that was a problem when I was age 14. So guys, any advice here is take the solutions that may be more expensive, but over the long run, you'll look back and go, nah, that was a better investment. All right, so some advice there for you guys. Now, other things coming up here on the show, we've got the Genius Trader. That Stay tuned for that. I know you're going to love it. That's coming up soon. Um, now, we have today got a new sponsor, so a new silver sponsor. Uh, they're called Mudrex or Mudrex. I'm not 100% sure yet how to say it. Uh, these guys are in the crypto space, so if you're looking for an easier way to get into cryptos, if you're looking for something that could be automated, they do coin sets, which means bunch of or bundles of coins. Sorry, the cats just walked down my, under my legs and scared me. Um, bundles of coins together at, that you can invest in. They also do auto trading solutions right now. What do I mean by that? They've got a, a, an auto trading builder there so you can build algos for the crypto market. In fact, I'm going to do some videos on that coming up. And if you want to check them out, please do remember these guys keep the show free along with City Traders Imperium and Hanko Trade. Please go and check them out, guys. Links under the video or links above the video or on the website tradingnut.com. Remember, these guys keep it free. So please go and check them out. Find out what they're all about and stay tuned for future videos where I'm going to walk through this Mudrex, Mudrex kind of platform. Okay. All right. Talking about auto trading. 
My Freakbot is still out there running this October. You still can get it as part of the Robot Builders Club, so you need to join the Robot Builders Club to get access to that, and I'll teach you, obviously, how to build fully automated or semi-automated trading robots using using this other software called FX Dreamer. Uh, that'll be your last chance to get hold of this Freakbot. It's currently just treading water at about between 0 and 1%. It did get up to 6% on the account this month, but obviously didn't close a profit, so it dropped back to a break-even-ish. Uh, we're going to find out where that ends up at the end of the month, and there will be a new bot that I'm actually working on now, uh, based on market structure, I'll talk to you more about that, and that'll be being released in my robot lab this coming November. Uh, I'm loving the way this looks, by the way. There's so many ways that I can cut this. I'm going to build it into one particular robot that you guys will be able to see in action there and watch the performance across November. So, folks, without further ado and enough from me, let's uh, get on with the show with SG. Hey, folks, my sponsors, City Traders Imperium, have just launched some amazing changes to their funded trader program. you got to check out. You can now skip the whole evaluation, trade gold as well as Forex, plus they've increased the drawdown you're allowed in both the evaluation and when funded. With C2A, it's even faster and easier to reach up to $4 million in funding with a 50 to 70% profit share. Click the link in the description to find out what else has changed. All right, folks, here we are on Trading Out. We've got SG in the house over there in Virginia Beach, New York. No, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Virginia Beach, Virginia. Man, I'm rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good, bro. Um, no so he, he, you basically come on the show. Somebody recommended you and said, hey, you've got to get this guy on. I know you've just started your own podcast. Had a listen to it. It's fantastic stuff. So, guys, after Appreciate listening that, to this man. one, go and check it out. Um, and you've been basically trading full-time at home, and that's your sole source of income for the past year. So today we're going to get yeah. into the story. How on earth did you get to that point? And what does it take to get there? So do you want to start off by telling us how you got into trading? Oh, man. Um, well, as far as I've, I've been trading about five years. And um, like I said, well, when you when I, I didn't have a lot of money when I first started. So I thought that because I didn't have a lot of money, I was like, hey, look, I'll just I'll just go up here to do penny stocks. So, I, you know. Type in penny stocks, and you, we all know who comes up. We all know who the guys who show up, you know, up there. And uh, and thankfully, I didn't have a lot of money because <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of those guys that I tried to learn from back then would have been just dead ends. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that I didn't have the funds that I have now because I don't know where I'd be. <laughs> I, probably, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at. So, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but, yeah, I started, you know, just penny stocks and – um. A lot of the time, like I said, because I didn't have a lot of money, I would I would take literally hundreds of screenshots a day. So I've, I've over my career, I probably have about forty nine thousand screenshots of wow. charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, I can pull up probably fifteen thousand right now and just show you scroll up, scroll. You just number charts. And, and just sorry, just um, for perspective, what what does not having a lot of money look like? When what is that in terms well, of? Yeah, I mean, I, when I when I was trying to trade, I didn't want to put a lot of money into it because I didn't know what I was doing. So I didn't want to like, hey, let's put 10, 15, 20k and smoke, you know, get smoked, you know. So I didn't want to do that. So I, I stayed, you know, open accounts for a few hundred bucks here and there, trying to test the water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and uh, doing penny stocks stuff like that. But that's how I I learned. Well, I learned how to trade by taking screenshots so what i would do was i would do somewhat upwards of sometimes six to eight hundred charts a day 
where I would go through and scream. I got I got really fast at it. I was listening. I was listening to this. It was funny. I was listening to this uh, psychologist one time, and he was saying some of the best like uh, traders that trade like the short time frames or lower time frames. He was saying that they're like good. They're good gamers. They you know they make quick decisions, and I love gaming. So I don't know how that ties in. I was like, man, maybe that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was I got good at being fast at look, looking at charts. So I would do four or five hundred charts a night, and and I don't mean just screenshotting them. I would actually go through. And look for patterns. Because back then, when I first started, I was doing a lot of like, you know, the breakout wedge patterns and triangle patterns and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I would put my little RSI indicators on them and try to like, and I would screenshot them. And that's how I learned back then how to trade. And that's, and I just kept going like that. I love, I love charts. I, I love charts. So, so how did you, uh, so I, let's, I let's dive into that because that's interesting because I don't think I've had anyone come on the show. I'm pretty sure I haven't had anyone come on that's, well, First of all, done almost fifty thousand screenshots. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And was taking screenshots as their sort of primary source of of building up their education and their portfolio and making things stick. I mean, do you want to sort of dive into that in, a, in quite a bit of detail? And yeah. you know, what on earth would you do on a screenshot? I mean, you talked about some things you look at, but what do you what do you do yeah. once? What do you do with it? I, I I just I would look for patterns. I, I I love art. I love I love. Look, man, I got a tattoo of. I got candlesticks on my arm, bro. Like, <laughs> Brilliant. I, I, I love I love the game, bro. Like I, I love trading. So um trading's been good to me and my family. But yeah, I, I like draw I love the art. I love the the just the chart itself. So I would look for patterns and then I would draw the like I took a screenshot, you had the little photo editor, and I would draw like I would put the little lines where I thought the where I would see a pattern. That kind of thing. Uh, right. And I would do that over and over and over and over and over. I'm talking about I was obsessed to where my wife I, my wife would come knocking at the door at three, four in the morning. She's like, what are you doing? Like, you're not making any money. Why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's like, yo, I got to, I, I knew at the time, I knew in my soul that this was right. I knew I was going to get here, but I didn't know how long it was going to take. I wish someone would have told me <laughs> that this was going to be a long journey. I was going to blow up over, I've blown up like 40 accounts, by the way. Right. I, yeah. 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 I've, I'm talking about Kaput. Like, I, I, yeah. So I, you're talking to a real loser. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, I'm not afraid to say that. I don't care. But, yeah, that's how I learned over and over and over. I just got obsessed with it. I, I To this day, I can't turn it off. Hey, folks, just jumping in here now. This show is sponsored by Mudrix. Mudrix offers you three smart ways to make money from crypto. The first is CoinSets. Baskets are coins you can invest in based around themes and picked by experts. The second is Algos. Choose from hundreds of robots that can trade crypto for you on autopilot. And the third is to create your own Algos and tap into over 50,000 Mudrex investors. Click my special referral link in the description below or the card above and get $25 credit when you join Mudrex today. Plus this week only, if you invest in two coin sets before the 1st of November, you'll go in the draw to win one of three Ethereum coins. Current market price is almost four thousand US dollars per coin. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so that makes sense. So you, you're taking the screenshot, you're chucking it in like some photo editor, you're drawing on it. Now, yeah. are you trying to work out entry points and exit points, or are you just identifying patterns? How did that look? Right at that point, back then I was just identifying patterns, just trying to see it. And then I would, when I would actually try to trade that way, I would say, okay, I see a triangle pattern or a wedge pattern, you know, forming, and I would then try to enter my trades, you know, that way. And, and I suppose that's a good point. Like that you saw it forming. So when you're taking the screenshot, by then it's yep. guessing already formed, right? It's already done, right, so, right. So how did that, how do you translate that to 
seeing something that hasn't already formed and like in your mind go, well, hang on a sec, <laughs> this is actually creating a triangle wedge pattern. How do you do that? Uh, that's horrible, man. I, I told you I blew up 40 accounts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. So I, guess, I guess that shit didn't work, right? So like, you know, um, man, I, I would I was so bad at my emotions back then that my literally you would see sweat on my hands. I, like, I'm a big guy, bro. You could see my heart just... My wife would be like, yo, what is wrong with you? Like, I could not get my emotions. I was so nervous to trade, but I knew that I had to do something, and I and I loved the game. So I knew that I had to try. That was my only way. I couldn't afford to, like, spend money with these gurus. I just couldn't afford it. So I, that was my only way. I found a way to figure out how to retard that way, but that's, like, light years from now. Like, I'm not – I'm nowhere near that, but that's I, – I still do that to this day, though. Like, I'm – I got right here in my – I'm looking at my – I have a Discord for myself. That's where I put all my notes at. Yeah. And I, I have thousands and thousands of charts and journaling and all that stuff. We'll get in that later, but yeah. That has not left. <laughs> so, so how did yeah. you, with all these charts and, and uh, you know drawing on these charts and stuff, I mean, you, you're going into like, obviously try stuff out by the sounds of it. Yeah. Now, what, right. what, when do you decide like, right, I'm going to try this out? And do you put, does it, have you got a full on strategy together at that point? Or is it just like, if it makes a triangle pattern, I'm, I'm going to get in at the top of the triangle. Or, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to speed up this interview. Cause yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I was doing, bro. Back then I was like, look, we go, we're going to buy low. We're going to sell high. We're going to, you know, buy the dip and, you know, let it rip type. That's dude, man, you know, cut your losses. Quick. I had my, I gotta, I gotta take a moment of silence, bro. Cause like, the, my my training back then, my discipline, my 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 approach, everything was just my professionalism. Everything was not there. I was just kind of just you know a rolling stone. I was just trying to pick up as much information as I. But I, I knew that I knew my work ethic because I'm a I'm a workaholic like for real. Like I don't. I knew I was gonna get here. I knew that. I knew that. But I didn't know how long. I didn't know when. I didn't know where. I didn't care neither. <laughs> I didn't care about how long it took. I didn't give a shit. I know it's gonna get here. I didn't count the accounts I blew up. I didn't care about none of that. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's some serious dedication. Usually, that is what what it takes. Now, um, so what do you, what do your screenshots now look like compared to what they looked like back in the day? Oh man, art, man, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's beautiful, man. Um, a lot of things now I look at. You know, um, I'm really big on market observation. I think a lot of guys. Um, well, I, my style of trading. Um, smart money concept, ICT, um, you know, that's, you know, that kind of style of trading um, is really like hit home for me. Um, and it makes a lot of sense to me to look at the market kind of upside down. Like most people kind of don't look at it the way that he taught us to look at it. Um, so that's what, um, that's what I do now. So a lot of my charts now, I'm an external trader. So I look for external liquidity first. So once external liquidity has been hit, um, I'm looking for price to react to that area and uh, and then retest it. It's called RTO, return to origin. And then I manage my, I calculate my risk from there and I look for liquidity targets to exit. And that's how I, that's normally how I trade. That's the gist of it. It's a lot more than that. It's deeper than, it's deeper than RT, equal to high, equal lows and RTOs. It's way deeper than that, but that's right. the gist of it. And yeah. so, so, okay, do you want to sort of take us through that journey of like, uh, blowing 40 accounts and getting your screenshots and, and where you sort of became enlightened to the, you know, that, that, oh, look, I think actually I've, I've worked out a way, way forward. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, my aha moments, even after my aha moments, I still blew like 10 or 12 accounts. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I think it's a lot to do with uh, your, you personally, you know what I'm saying? Like trading, trading can be very black and white when you're, when you're learning from somebody, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's a, especially a technical, from a technical standpoint, it's very black and white, but you still got your own demons. You still got your own risk management. You still got your mental capital. Everyone talks about risk management. No one talks about mental capital. Once you spend that mental capital, all my demons come out and, you know, it's, it's just bad then, you know? So, so as far as the 40, I've blown at least 40 accounts and, um, it easily I'm talking about, I, man, I blown accounts so fast that I would reset an account in the morning. And by lunchtime, I blew that account and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, my wife would come home from work. She's like, Hey man, what's going on? And, I try to redirect the subject, you know, like, Hey, how, how's your day? Don't ask me how my day's going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm talking about bad, man, but I, I never like, um, th- this might not sound realist real, but I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Um, I, I never was mad about it. Not one time. I don't, it's weird to me. Like I was, I feel like I was in a, in a fantasy world. Like I was just always, it helped me escape. Let me just be honest with you, man. Charts. That's why I got so many charts. Cause my life was fucked up financially. I got to escape in my charts. Right. I got to get away from my reality, repossessions, uh, getting how getting evictions. And I think that's why I don't, I don't, I think that's one of my reasons why trading is not, I want, let me, I don't want to say it's not hard. Cause trading is, trading is one of the hardest things I've ever to do. I'm a dad. And I think trading is up there with being a father mm. <laughs> as far as being, being, being consistently in the market. Oh, cut it out. It's tough as shit. But I, but honestly, like that was my escape when I had all these issues in life, lights being turned off. I'm serious. These are real stories. Like being, I had multiple car, uh, car repossessions. My credit score was horrible. All those problems I had, that was my escape. So that was, you know, like being, even, even when I used to work at local grocery stores, making 10 bucks an hour, nine bucks an hour and getting, getting garnishments. Like that was my escape. That was the way I disappeared from my reality. And I think that's what kept me from losing it, man. Like don't try to save my life. Trade and save my life. Uh, and that's not you know, some gimmick. That's not, this is me being real to you, man. Yeah. It sounds like it did. I mean, uh, with, with such a sort of, I suppose, tough financial situation. I mean, when you're funding these accounts and sometimes multiple times in a day, I mean, what, <laughs> yeah. what how much were you funding them with? Uh, thankfully, not a lot. Sometimes fifty bucks, two hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, but that shit adds up, man. And it's a lot of times too. I was doing those prop firms, so I would just be like, reset, reset, reset. You know, paying one hundred fifty bucks to reset, you know, and skyrocketing those. <laughs> I'm big. <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, oh, it's just funny, man. But I, I never got mad about it, man. I never. I was like, all right, I'm big on, I'm big on collecting data. I'm a big. I told you I got fifty thousand charts. So now that's that's actually spilled over to my journaling. I don't. I don't just journal what I trade. I also journaled my emotions in my trades too, like how I felt while I was in a trade. I think that's important to trigger that. And um, you know, I'm light years now from what I did before. But yeah, you know, I, I used to trade four or five times an hour, four or five, ten times, ten trades a day. You know, during certain markets, during certain volatility markets, I only trade maybe two or three times a week, if not none. And I'm okay with that now. And we were you at home doing this, or like, or were you yeah, working always, a day job? Always or? at home. So, well, okay, so yeah, I did work. I used to work as a. I used to work. I worked a lot of places. I worked as a janitor. I worked at grocery stores. I I, I worked at 
entire places like changing oil. I mean, I did everything I could, especially after I ran my, I used to run a business for like 15 years. And then once that, once that hit the, once I closed it and lost my business, it's not, it's like a video, it's not a video game. You know, you, you can't just hit the reset button. You know, you got to really start from the ground. And that shit was tough, man. Like, I mean, like tough, tough. I mean, I had some dark times financially, um, you know, but uh, I, you know, I, I had a lot of jobs. I had a lot of dead end jobs, a lot of crap stuff that just didn't end. Like just didn't, there was no, uh, no way to like move up the type, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I didn't, and I didn't, and I didn't want it. Like I remember one time, one of my managers came to me, he said, Eric, I'm going to be honest with you, man. He's like, I watch you when you come to work and I can see on your face that you're disgusted, but you try to hide it. I swear to yo, I didn't <laughs> know. He, I didn't know. he yeah. know. Bro. I thought, you know, you know, that, you know, that, that, uh, that emoji or that gift where you can see the guy with the face and he's, he's crying behind it. Oh, yeah, you know, that yeah, was yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was me, bro. I tried to hide that shit and he noticed, he called me out and, and I was like, fuck, he sees that. Like, no. So I thought I could hide my pain, but I, yo, I feel like a piece of me was dying every time I would clock into some job. I, man, there've been times I'd be in the car crying because I can't pay my bills on time. I can't get my kids nothing for Christmas, man. I, I've been through it, man. And was it a I case of it. was it a case of do I do I have an extra day of light, like being able to turn my lights on, or do I fund another account? <laughs> Did you ever get to that point? Yeah, yo, you, hey, and hey, your that, wife that, came that, home and she's like, happened. "Why are the lights off?" And you're like, "Oh, I funded another <laughs> account." Did you make any money? No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all man i was never cons- I, I had consistency from maybe a week or two but then i get you know i would blow it you know i would you know everything i, I man i'm telling you man like, i i just got my consistency about 11 months 11 12 months ago so i haven't blown account i have not and that's that's i, I can't i get half that shit man like i me personally haven't blown account in a year like it's crazy yeah yeah me blowing up you know, <laughs> so me and another thing too i'm different market conditions and I'm able to navigate through them. That's man. That's I can't, I can't speak on how, how important that is, you know? So, so you talked about like, yeah, you, you know, you had your aha moment, then you, t- yeah. you know, you blew 10, 10 to 12 accounts <laughs> after that. I mean, what after was the that, aha moment? Oh man. After, after, after stumbling through all these different, you know, uh, gurus and trying to just, just get information from the other traders. I tell you, man, social media is a gift and a curse. It's a gift because I didn't have a lot of money at the time, but I was able to meet some really dope ass people, man, that really had some real good information that they learned. And we, you know, put pieces of this and that together. And it's a curse too, because if you're not careful, you can get sucked into, Oh, that guy made $10 million today. You know, that guy did this, that guy did that. You know, you got to stay in your own lane too. You know what I'm saying? And I, I never, I never, I was, I never got mad at someone's success. I always try to learn from them, pull them aside. Hey man, that was dope what you did. You know, so that's why I try to give back as much as I can. I get a lot of messages all day now, but I try my best to like write people, let them know anything I can help them with, man. But my aha moments, man, um, after learning ICT, going through his mentorship, man, and uh, even after that, I still blew, I still blew like 10, 12 accounts after that because I've sampled everything. I always want to know everything about everything. That's just how I am. So when I dive in, I stay in a rabbit hole. I'm, I'm in the dark for, I don't care how long either. A lot of people get afraid of dark. I'm not afraid of it. I, I, I was born in it. Like, I, I don't mind being in the dark, man. I don't mind not knowing when the success is going to come or when the consistency is going to get there. I don't care about it. I just wanted to be in it so I could absorb and collect as much as I could. So I sampled everything that ICT threw at me. And I was like, okay, that's good. That's not. I don't understand that. I don't like that. 
let's implement this, let's blow up this account doing that. I just that's all I did was just <laughs> just testing everything, man. And until like it made sense to me. And then when it made sense, I blew them again, you know, because then the market would change, you know, and, and I'm still trying to do something a certain way. You can't do the same thing all year round. That's why I laugh when I see guys on social media with their PL, they're showing the equity curve and it's always going up like a rocket all year round. It's the same pattern. I trade the same three strategies. No, you don't, bro. You don't. <laughs> you don't. There's no way you trade the same thing all year round and you're making the same. Oh, and it's, you stop it, bro. So, you know, real, real season traders know that. You know what I'm saying? You know, but yeah, as far as aha moments is concerned, um, understanding the way he looked at things, the way that he taught how to, and he just he just opened my mind to inefficiencies and liquidity, how to read the market in that in that facet, understanding buy and sell models, putting understanding that that charts tell a story. So it's not only about it's not only about where your where price is at; it's also where it came from. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And just being able to see that in uh, in live, because it's one thing to see it in hindsight. You know, it's one thing to back test. It's another thing to forward test. And there's nothing to go in there with real funds on the line, real money on the line. And it's changed my life, man. That's a, yeah, so basically, in the short, for, for anyone that's missed it, there's the aha moment was doing the ICT mentorship yeah. and coming out the back yeah, of that thanks. and going, yeah. right, aha, I've got, I, I now know, <laughs> now it's up to me to make this happen. Now, right. what was the what was the point when you stopped, I suppose the point when you stopped playing accounts is, Every day, right? Because you you haven't blown an account today, so it's like no, I haven't. I haven't blown, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Um, so, so what was the what was the point after the last account you blew that you're like, yeah. I've got this, and what did you do to get that to that point? That's a great question. So, um, trade less. That's the first thing I think about. I didn't take a lot, I don't take a lot of trades no more. I just don't. If it's it's my entry or nothing, I don't care how. If I got vid, I record all my trades too. And I, I put them in my journal box. I got tons of journals, information. I'm in my, I'm in here now looking at notes while I'm talking to you. I can't turn this shit off, man. I be, I, I just got off a vacation. I had a mini vacation for about three days. Went to DC a month ago. Went to New York, and I'm trading on vacation. So I was in the hotel room down. My wife and the other kids asleep. I'm down into my laptop, my hitting Nasdaq. I can't help it, man. But I, I'm not gonna ever turn this. My family know they understand it and they respect it. And I told you when I was broken and half shit, I was doing the same thing. My wife would beat on the door. It's four in the morning. What are you doing? Go to sleep. You're not making any money. I still do that same shit to this day. So, you know, so they, so she's okay with it. You know, now it all makes sense now. You know, things are different now financially. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get your trading day uh, story in a second. But so you mentioned Nasdaq. I mean, what else do you trade? Nasdaq. I, I do touch a little bit of doubt of US thirty. Um, EUGU every once in a while. I don't really trade for it as much as I used to, just because the 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 money that I can make on Nasdaq is just crazy. Like the you know, so I love I love Nasdaq, love it, love it. Yeah, now I, asked I, was, this, I asked this question once before, like in terms of uh, you know somebody saying, oh, you know the the Nasdaq and the US uh, thirty and all this sort of stuff just flies, and I love it because I can make so much money on it. Now, what I found was. The guys that tend to say that, the guys that don't have a stop loss, but I'm guessing because you've done ICT, <laughs> you'll run a stop loss, right? So, yeah, that, yeah, so, yeah, so why crazy. is why is it why is that better than the, like the forex pairs you just mentioned? From your point of view, what, yeah. what why is it why is it better for you? Um. Well, well, first, like, okay, so we, let's talk about margin for a second. Like, 
with margin, you know, with my broker, uh, you know, the margin on that is, you know, for NASDAQ, if you want to trade one lot, it's like $6,500, you know, for one lot. So if you're trading EU, it's like $230. So just understanding that you need a lot of margin to move to trade it. It also, when it moves, you know, the points, this is so much more significant. So I can make a real living on one trade, literally. You know, I can <laughs> one trade, you know, and it's it's done deal basically for that perspective. But as far as like um, me trading the, the NASDAQ or the indices, I'm moving over to futures soon too, um, just because I'm not a fan of these overseas brokers for, for me personally. So I'm moving over to indice, uh, uh, futures since it's the same thing, but it's just my, my funds are secured. Um, but yeah, so as far as, as far as indices go, I enjoy, I enjoy the way the market moves and I do, I use stop losses every, I don't, I use limit, I limit in, I don't market in. Like I told you before, it's my entry or nothing. So when I said it, I said it, I don't care if it doesn't hit it or not. I'm not chasing it. I've blown accounts chasing. Mm -hmm. I learned that. I, I know how that feels. So when price is going up 10 points and then I jump in and it goes back down to my entry, you know, so yeah. I don't do that. On that, on that, what's your level of annoyance now versus what it was like two years ago when you miss your limit order gets missed by less than a, pip. a point, a point. It yeah. doesn't, I did it last week. It happened. <laughs> and so what's your, what's your, what's your reaction to that now versus nothing two years ago? What was it like two nothing. years ago? I, now, nothing. I don't even care about it. And that's, and that's not a lie. That's the truth. I don't, I don't care. But a couple of years ago, I, I broke in three iPads. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I got, I got a couple of holes in the wall around the house. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, yeah. and that, and that, I think that there in its, in an essence is a sort of massive sign in terms of like what it takes from a mindset point of view, you know, to become it's a trader that, that get that gets it. Um, cause I was also going to talk about the, uh, the, the fact that you said, you know, you, you don't, you trade less, right? So yeah, way less. What, what are your sort of views on, on that and be able to get to the point where you're happy with the market just doing its thing and you're not involved in it, so therefore you're trading less? And how does somebody get there? Because I know this is a big issue that I had to overcome myself um, and you obviously overcome it as well. So, I mean, what's your sort of view on how to tackle that if, you, if, you, if you're not there already? Yeah, um, I, I think that... Um... I think it's important, like, um, for not only just like like balance, um, but I think it's imp I think it's important that that you understand, like, okay, so if a trade doesn't hit my entry or something, right? It, it's 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 going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta you gotta be okay with not making trades. And not only not only that too, I, t I call it my financial appetite. So in other words, everyone has their own their, their life. They, they you guys need to know what you what it takes to, to run your lifestyle how much it let's say for instance it costs you eight thousand dollars a month to live your life in your house right so if that, that's what you know that's what it costs but you only and you and you just hit you just kill eu a hundred or 50 point move or 50 pip move on eu but your account size you only made 200 bucks so you're looking so you made 200 bucks the trade was perfect right but you your lifestyle you can't you can't afford that doesn't even it doesn't even match. You can't even take care of your lifestyle with it. So most traders are going to go what? Do what? Go right back in the market. Well, I made money today. The market's giving me setups. Let me go back in. Then they're going to lose half of what they just got because the setup wasn't there. They're just doing it because of the money. So it's important. I, it's, that's a part. Of, it's all about balance with your, with your trading. 
you, you need to have the executions. You need to have the knowledge. You need to have you need to have the 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 financial appetite. In other words, you need the right size capital also. So when you go into markets and you make money, you're not. I don't have to go back in and keep trading. You know, so I, like this for instance, last five weeks I've taken eleven trades, twelve trades in the last five weeks because the market is not in my favor right now, mm. and I have six different strat- strategies that I use, but it's just not in my favor. So I have to not trade. I have to be okay with not making money. And when I do hit, like today I hit today, I made thirteen dollars on one trade in eleven minutes on Nasdaq this morning. I recorded it. Um, you know, so it's just about finding that balance with yourself, with your finances, with your mental capital, and being able to mesh it all together like a puzzle and, and being okay with it not being okay. You have to be okay with it not working sometimes. You have to be okay with that, or you this might not be for you. I told my wife she wants to trade because she sees how I make it look easy to her. But I tell her all the time is, but she don't have the patience I have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she, but I had, but I told you a couple years ago I was throwing iPads in the walls and shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta find that balance not just in your trading but also with yourself and your finances too. You gotta have a nice the right type of capital to 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 make money to live off of also. So you're not jumping back in trades. I know that's what I used to do. Wouldn't make enough money, but a trade was perfect, and I made a little fifty, sixty, a hundred dollars, whatever. I can't live off of that. I can't buy groceries with that. So now I'm jumping back in the market. You can't bring your personal life into your trades. You can't do it. It's not going to work. So you got to be able to separate all that stuff at the door and then go in there and say, my entry or nothing, manage the risk, you know, make sure you manage your capital, make sure you manage your mental capital and get the job done and go home. It's a, it's a professional approach. And especially, especially for us retail traders, hmm. we don't have someone so at some firm telling us when to get out of a trade or you've hit a certain uh, the threshold and now get out. You have to be able to be accountable. So that means that you have to do a lot of journaling, a lot of collecting data, a lot of collecting data on yourself, a lot of psychological work. It's, you got to do it all. So anybody listening, stop cutting corners. You got to do all the work. It's no, it's no cutting corners this game, especially if you're a home trader like myself. Now, now you mentioned uh, like capital there a couple of times. How did you go from you know these small accounts, which as you mentioned, you can't really make a living off, to to getting yeah. enough capital to be able to do what you do in a sort of let's not call it a slow manner, a, 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 a sort of less desperate <laughs> desperate manner, I suppose. You're not desperate yeah, yeah, shoot, to no. grow a two hundred dollar yeah. account yeah. to live off live off a two hundred buck <laughs> account. I don't know how to put no, this. No, no. Um, how did you how did you tackle that problem? Um, well, well, when I was, I was working, working, I was, I was still, still working, working for someone, someone my last, last job as a, as a correctional officer, officer right? right? And then, and, and then, then on, on top of working, I was also um, trading, trading, so I was, so I was putting, putting money aside, aside, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and as, as, I as I was starting to get consistent, you know, I was like, okay, that's time to go. Like, I'm, I can feel it, I'm doing my thing, I've got all my ducks in order, everything's in check, and my wife was still working too. So... I was, I was like, like I'm, 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 I'm just going to trade. trade. That's, that's what, what I did. Take those little baby steps. steps. And, then and then also, also quarter, quarter two, man. NASDAQ, quarter, quarter two was amazing for me. me. I, as a matter of fact, I'm still spending money, money from quarter, quarter two that I, that I, that I right, right now, now today. Because the last four or five months have been slow since June, July, August. And now some of the has been absolutely slow for me. But like I said, I haven't gone in accounts. I haven't lost any money. But I haven't made a lot of money. But quarter two was amazing. I made a lot of money in quarter two. And, and like, like I said, I had, I had a nice, I had about a five thousand dollar account at that time, and, and by, by saving up for my jobs, working, you know what I'm saying? 
uh, before, before I quit, I quit and, and then just build up my little accounts at three, four hundred accounts. I would run those up to fifteen hundred, you know, cash it out, pay bills, put a little bit aside. I was managing all that. And just, and just making it grow, grow. And, then, and then like I, like I say, quarter, quarter two was nuts. We, we, we hit Bitcoin, Nasdaq. I was in Nasdaq one or two lots. lots. You know, you know one, one, I was, was making, making four or five thousand a day. It's great, great. Quarter, quarter two, two was awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then Bitcoin quarter two, if I remember rightly, that's where it had a big massive rally. Is that right? Is that absolutely? Well, yeah. I was actually shorting stuff. Actually, oh, was it short? Fact, was it when it dropped? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I was actually. I remember when uh, what's that guy? Uh, uh, Elon Musk was on like. Uh, yeah. was on like Saturday Night Live or something and he was telling people the Dodge coin was gonna well not he was just people were just excited that he was gonna talk about it so everyone was like oh it's gonna go up but my technical analysis my my criteria I saw external liquidity just got taken out on a daily chart and then we just returned to that origin so I was like yeah we're gonna we're shorting that shit and we shorted it with like six seven lots I made I was going I remember I was going to the beach that morning and I was in Bitcoin six lots and uh I made like forty three hundred that trade, and the next day we did the same thing. We was just killing stuff, man. And and yeah. so, uh, in terms of like risk to reward ratios, what do they look like? Of uh, Nasdaq, because uh, we're I normally do like five to six point stop loss on the one minute chart, and I hit my targets are na- n- normally about thirty to thirty five points, so about seven six or seven to one. Mm. Yeah, and, yes, and what sir. about what about a win rate? Uh, I'm not okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I think win rates are, I think that's a joke. Because uh, a lot of guys try to use that for selling points. I'm saying this from my perspective. Like social media, I told you, social media is a gift and a curse. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like I feel like strike rates, win rates are, uh, you know, you see guys saying I got a 90% strike rate. You know, a lot of times you're trying to sell something to a, a guy that doesn't know any better. Because uh, real traders know that, you know, over time you're not going to have an 80, 90% strike rate all year round. You know, you're going to have those months, those weeks, like I told you, the last four or five months have been slow for me. So I might I might be batting at 40, 50, 60 percent. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I told you, quarter two, you know, I might be batting at 70, 80 percent, you know? So collectively, that the big strike rates don't matter. I'll give you an example. Last week, I took three trades. I, well, that's, yeah, I took three trades. I had two losses, one win. You know, <laughs> my losses are capped at about two fifty, and I had that one win for about fourteen hundred. You know, five hundred dollar loss, fourteen thousand dollar day, the week. You know, yeah. so it it doesn't matter to me about high strike rates. You know, it's just more about management of psycho your mental management and your financial capital management. If you can do those things with your with your trades, that high strike rate don't matter. But yeah, some some seasons, yeah, I have a a really good strike rate, 70, 80%. Some seasons I might be going around 40, 50 because I'm not taking a lot of trades or just getting, I'm just getting my, I'm getting my ass kicked. June, I got my ass kicked in June. Got just got my ass, I got my ass handed to me in June. A lot of liquidity traps. And then I look back, you know, when collecting data, June was really big on, June was uh the last, was that, that's quarter two. That was the last month of that quarter. So a lot of, there's not a lot of news, not a lot of volatility. Earnings season was already done, and then July they turned the switch right back on. A lot of liquidity, a lot of earnings season. <laughs> made a bunch of money. June was July was a lot better, put it that way. So, so you know, so it just happens. So, so uh, I'm going to ask. I'd be interested to hear your answer to this question, which is around your, your typical trading day. Given the fact you you know you're not placing a lot of trades at the moment. No, I mean, how, has that cha- has your typical day changed at all? Well, you know, in the morning, I I just, no, I mean, when I get up in the morning, my first thing I do, I just, I be, I'm thankful, I give thanks, man. I'm just a, 
very appreciative person. Like I, it may sound corny to y'all, but like I'm thankful for the birds, the trees. Like I'm, I'm just thankful for life. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was doing things that, man, I'm just glad I'm here. So I'm thankful. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah, go yeah. work at, I used to work, I used to work as a janitor. You know, mopping pissy floors. You know, like you know, that's not fun. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thankful. So I get up, I give thanks. You know, and I then I go meditate. You know, I'm now I'm at about 20, day, 20 minutes a day. I used to do five minutes. I'm getting better at it. You know what I'm saying? Then I like to work out in the morning. I like to work out uh, before trading because sometimes after trading, I want to study and I want to collect my notes and do go over everything. So sometimes that might that may take longer. So I like I go ahead and get my stuff, get all that stuff done. And then I take a shower. Get, I get fully dressed, put my polos on. You would think I was going to work and I'm going right down to my office, right? My, you know, right down to get my laptop so, and I'm trading. That's it. Then after I'm done trading, I go over my notes, I collect my data, I do my journaling, go on social media, talk to guys. No, a, a normal day, I'm usually done around 11 o'clock, and a good day. I'm usually done by 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and I'm, you know, I, have no, I got my time back now. I got my time. I got time now. So that's, you know, that's great. And what do you, what do, you do after that, 11, 11.30 on the uh, free I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, wife wants to go shopping or, you know, taking my son to football practice. I mean, what's – Smoke after this, I'm gonna smoke a cigar. I mean, you know, life's good, man. Yeah, you got nothing to do. Chilling out, chilling out, awesome stuff. <laughs> chilling, man. Yeah. Right. What do you think made you different from the average mum or dad trader out there? I mean, from a from, I mean, obviously your experiences shaped shaped you quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, yes, sir. do you think there was anything ingrained in you before that, or did you, did you put it all down to the experiences? Um, experiences, man. But you know. It's, I, I think what separates me is my work ethic, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm work ethic and time management. That's just everything to me. I try, I try to still that, instill that in my kids, like work ethic and time management. If you can, if you can outwork your the people around you, and if you can manage your time to where you're getting these things, these tasks done every day, then the little tasks turn into the the bigger accomplishments that you really want. You know what I'm saying? And I think that if if you have a plan to do those type of things, I think that you'll be better off. You know, I don't want to sound generic, but that's the truth. Like keep that shit simple, man. And manage your time and work your ass off, man. Like I'm, I'm when I'm, I'm preparing on the weekends or in the, in the after trading, I'm on a, I'm a, I'm an aggressive person, but when it comes to trading, I'm very calm now, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, look, man, I'm trying to rip your fucking head off in the market. I'm really trying to come at you. So when I, that's why I, I need to prepare. Everything's about preparing. Preparation's key. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. I think that if you if you take that kind of approach to it, you have you may have better outlook. You know. And, and do you do you do you find that there was like a, a time where you thought like I need to get this into a routine, or finding a routine yeah, I think, was, I think, a, was a thing I think for you? Routine is everything. Like like I was saying, I get up every morning. You know, give thanks. You know, meditate, work out that routine stuff is important, you know, to, just to be on that same wave every day. You know what I'm saying? Like now I'm at the point, this sounds cliche, but some days I only know what day it is. Like what day is it? Like what is, go- like everything's the same, man. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Doesn't help with the uh, COVID and lockdowns and all that sort of stuff either. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 point, point in the last couple of months, I was like, what day is it? I've got no idea. Yeah, uh, right. facts, man. Yep. So, so what what steps would you recommend a retail trader spends uh, working a day job or you know yeah, whatever? Yeah. What what would you say? Hey, look, if you want to start growing an account and take the lessons I've learned and uh, condense it down so you don't like lose three iPads in the process, 
what would you what <laughs> steps would you recommend that they take um okay so to not to get out of it like transition from their job to full-time yeah or just start to, even if they're working a job to not not necessarily go to full-time but just start growing an account um to take a professional approach like i, I think for me like at the beginning i was i was very passionate about my charts you know but i think it's important that you make sure that you have a professional approach to every phase you have no holes in your game and i mean that like Know about your entries. Know about your exits. Know about what time frame fits you. Know about what what fits your personality. Know how to read a higher time frame. Know how to know how to calculate your risk. Know how to calculate everything. No, and then also, um, you know, work on your yourself. Like I, I used to listen to or, or actually read and listen to a lot of Mark Douglas, a lot of psychologists, and I recommend that people as traders go hit up Mark Douglas every six months. Because on your journey, you're going to be you're evolving. You're tra- you're changing into someone else as you go along. I think it's important to get that psychology as you go. Just keep refreshing it, you know, I and mean? collecting notes and data on that as you go. And I think that that's important. And um, and just understand that if you're new to trading or you're trying to get consistent, that understand it's just going to take a while. You may have you may hit some home runs early, or you may have a good market where you know where things go your way. But just understand that this thing is a real journey. That you know, and that's going to take time. It's going to take time for you to get to keep going and to to get that consistency, you know. And once you hone in on it, the only way that I hone in on it, and I know that I got it, and I that aha that you were talking about earlier, aha moment, is because I collected all that data. So I collected all that data. I clicked. I journaled everything. So that's how I know. Like my, I have certain patterns. I have one pattern that I love to death, right? Like external that returns to origin. But that one pattern shows presents itself almost eight different times, eight different ways. So it's very, and then also if, if it presents itself eight different ways, certain times of the day it looks, it even looks different with the volatility in the market. So that's how, that's why we get so confused with everything that we're doing sometimes. So, but the only way you're going to know that or be able to pinpoint that is by collecting data and journaling, doing a professional approach. Yeah, have, there's no hold. You can't play around with that. And if you had to sort of like quickly summarize how you do your journaling, how does that, how do you do it? Uh, just, I like to go through my P&L and just look at my wins, losses, and then and then go back into the chart and look at exactly where I took that trade at. And I also record all my trades. So I screen share my own trades. You know what I'm saying? So I can go back and say, okay, I, what, I took this here. And I'm very robotic now. Like everything's the same. People that see me on social media and I post my charts, everything looks identical. I think that's important. I'm like a robot with that shit. That could be good and bad, but it helps me stay the same. And that, and I think that that helps me be consistent. So yeah, I, big on journaling, big on writing down what you did, why you did it, how you felt when you when you were in those situations, and just take that time. And I think a lot of times too, if you if you're trading 10, 15 as a day trader, you're trading 10, 15 times a day or whatever, it's going to be harder for you to journal all that. That's a lot of work. So. Journaling is also my defense too. You know what I'm saying? It helps me not trade as much because I got to do all that. No, I got to take all those notes. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now we're gonna jump sort of slightly askew back onto a price chart here. You mentioned a few different things: double tops, double bottoms, and yeah. return to origin and stuff. I mean, if you were to say to somebody, "Hey, look, go away and study these three things," what three things would you get them to study? Uh, liquidity, man. Like I, I think that uh, I think that's a game changer. Like seeing where seeing where the market makers possibly look for orders at, you know, seeing that these equal highs, equal lows, 
how did they how they attack them? I mean, you can honestly just go look at a chart and go find double bottom and double tops and just watch the price delivery when it gets close to it. All of a sudden, it just starts to get real aggressive and shoot right through it real quick. Man, that's on purpose. That is by design. And that's very fascinating to me. So when you see shit like that, and you know, you can take notes on that, record that stuff. It's like, wait a minute, there, there's something there. And if it starts to reverse and then and, and price proves itself, make sure it proves itself. When it reverses, let it take out a, a, pre, a previous swing low or swing high and then let it retest an inefficiency. You know, just watch those kind of things. So if I was trying to tell someone what to do, like, or what to look for, I would try to find spots. Like, for instance, you can go to oil right now. Go to your U.S. oil chart. And you, if you go look at the monthly chart on U.S. oil, you will see that there were double bottoms or, or support at 1986 and 1999, right, on the monthly chart. You'll see it, right? And then last year when the whole COVID thing broke out, they attacked it. So 25, 30 years later, they literally attacked it. And ever since they went through there and they, they took out those orders from all those people that, that had, that had uh, stop losses down there that were – you know, taking the price up, they attacked that, took it out, and it's, the price has never looked back since then. It's still going up. So that's fascinating to me, stuff like that, looking at those key areas where they attack for liquidity, where these equal high, equal lows are, um, I, I, that's just fascinating to me. Awesome. So that's what I would tell someone that's, that's trying to get in the game, try to look for areas of liquidity and inefficiencies, stuff like that. Now, um, what about a trader's mindset? Do you have any special tips that you can share with us? Oh, as far as mindset goes, um, I like again, man. My journaling has saved my ass because the, all the journaling I've done has been able to. I've been able to pinpoint all my flaws and my holes in my game, and that's why I've been able to patch them up and say, okay, this market is not in my favor. Every month I go through my chart. I go through and I do a performance, a monthly performance of how the market treated my setups. So if you got one or two setups that you know that your strategy is. Go back every month and just write up how the market affected your setups. The the market was it was it was a lot of fake outs for your setups, or it was in abundance. It was a it was amazing. It was amazing during this time of day, during this day of the week. Look at all those things. Really take the time out to to pinpoint those things. That's what's really helped me you know, to to pinpoint and hone in and just really be precise with my trades. Honestly, now um, if you're gonna say to a retail trader, hey. Spend yeah. the next month mastering this. What would it be? The next month mastering, mastering something. What would that something yeah. be? <laughs> um, yourself, mastering yourself. Like, like you need to. You really need to like look at yourself and just. At, now I'm I'm talking to a guy that already has an idea of what he's looking for. He 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 knows what he's looking for. He has an idea of risk management. He has a strategy. He's back tested it. He's forward tested it. So at this point, if he's not finding consistency, you really need to look at yourself. That's why I'm not big on teaching. I've done that before. I try to teach people. That's the worst thing. I think trading is easier than teaching. I think that's stupid because you don't know what they're going through. You know, it's one thing to show, hey, man, equal high, equal low, go take it out. You know, go trade that, right? Return the origin, trade it. Man, that's one thing to do that. But it's another thing to know what they're going through, you know, in their lifestyle. For that, That's the reason why you get in a trade or you don't. That could be a big effect on their on their performance is how they're trading. So that's why I'm not big on teaching because if you're going through something, it could really affect you in your, in the market as you're trading it. That's why I said earlier, don't bring your outside world into trading. And we, and it's, we're human. We're going to do that. So whatever that person is going through is going to affect how they trade for me. It's, me personally, I was so broke 
<laughs> this is going to sound crazy. When I was trading and price would go in my favor, I'm trying to get out the trade. I'm, it's not even hitting my target yet. I'm already trying to get out because I'm making money. Like, because I'm thinking about my lifestyle. Hmm. And that's that's the worst thing you can do is bring personal into the business. Don't do that. Right. We're going to jump into the quick fire round here. Uh, a few questions to wrap things up. So how long yeah. did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Oh, man. So last year, so five, about, it took me about four years. What's your favorite <laughs> entry setup? Uh, return to origin, uh, external, external trader, return to origin all day. All right, guys, go and Google that. Um, what strategies do you use to exit or manage trades? Uh, I believe in, uh, as far as exits go, a lot of guys don't talk about this enough, but I think that every time frame has its own liquidity and efficiency. So even if you find a setup on the one hour, if you trade like me on the one minute, you still have to respect the one minute targets of liquidity and inefficiency because price will hit it and possibly reverse. So to protect myself, I like to put a move my stop loss once I hit my target to protect that 20, 30 point move. And if it keeps going, I'll zoom back out to the one hour at because that's where I found the setup at and keep going great. But if it hits it and rolls over, I made my money. So yeah, that's what I, as far as, you know, exits go. Do you have a recommended book or resource? Oh, uh, S&B Capital, as far as your professional approach, I love S&B Capital. They're all over YouTube. The way that they approach the game, the way that they carry themselves, as far as that's why I learned my, how to uh, just be a, be accountable from those guys. And then also Mark Douglas, as far as the psychological the, the standpoint goes, I think that, 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 that you got to have that. You got to have that. Or someone like him. Shout out to, to, to the GOAT. Rest in peace, uh, Mark Douglas. He was awesome. And was that SMB or SMB? Yeah, S. SMB Capital. Yeah, I think I've heard of them yes, before. Sir. Yeah, now, they're awesome, uh, man. And I've actually have heard good things as well. Now, what's your preferred broker and trading platform? Um, I'm like a trading platform. I do the MT4. I, I use sometimes I use like CoinX, but like I said, I'm getting out of those guys, all those overseas brokers from me personally, and I'm switching over to Ninja Trader. I've already been talking to them. I just got approved, so I'm gonna just be doing futures here by about a couple of weeks from now, full time futures, just trading NQ. I'm excited about it. Hey folks, ever wonder what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no-brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and one that wouldn't restrict my leverage. Now, by joining Hanko Trade, I've also cut down my trading costs significantly with their super low commission of just $1 per 100K. You can learn more at hankotrade.com or just click the link I've put in the description. Awesome. Now, do you want to walk us through your worst ever trade? Oh man, that's a my worst ever trade, man. Um you might not believe this, but I I, don't, I never had a worse trade where it's like I, I took a big loss or I'm like devastated because I've always just went right back to the drawing board and let it hurt too much. I think my life was so beat up with finances and things that I had to deal with that trading didn't affect me like that. So in my opinion, I didn't have a big heartbreaking, you know, oh my God, I lost, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But my life was so screwed up. I stayed in the charts so much. I just kind of, that was my escape goal. So it, to me, it wasn't bad. My, my losses weren't bad as my reality. So if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Right. Well, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? Man, don't quit, man. Don't quit and stay in your lane. Like, you know, you see these guys doing great things or supposedly doing great things, man, trying not to get wrapped up in that because this thing's a long journey. You don't know what that guy went through to get there. He may not be telling the truth. You know, I've seen that a lot, you know, on social media. You know, don't quit, man. Don't beat yourself up. And collect data, guys. Collect data. 
Be a nerd, man. Be a student of the game, bro. Collect data. Work hard, man. Seriously. Collect data, man. That's the thing, man. Journal. Well, awesome stuff. Well, look, great advice. Um, before we wrap up, what's the best best way for the traders to get hold of you? Uh, I just started a podcast you, you talked about, and I'm I'm actually flattered, man, that you like it. That's dope. Because you're so, you know. So, But, yeah, my, my uh, podcast is called uh, Trader's Life. It's on Spotify. You know, I'm, in, I'm, I'm finishing up. I'm wrapping up uh, season one. We'll be getting into season two all of October. I'm excited about it. And also, I'm all over. Uh, I'm on Twitter also under Stock Guide, uh, uh, S-T-O-C-K underscore Guide with two Ds, Stock Guide. Well, look, a uh, big thank you to SD for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with all those links, and we'll put those links in the show notes. Um, simply search it, for man. SD in the search box. SD, are we going to put it as, as SD? <laughs> Oh, SG. SG, sorry, SG. Yeah, 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 it's all good. It's all oh, good. yeah, what am I saying SD for? I don't know why I'm saying it. It's probably because you've got two <laughs> Ds in the in, in the um, yeah. <laughs> To find them, SD in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time. SG. Which, oh, oh, did it get <laughs> SG? How hard it's is it? It's all good, brother. How hard it's is it? It's all good, bro. It's been a long day. Uh, until next time, I wish all my tra- <laughs> listeners, ah, oh, dear, I wish all my trade. <laughs> Traders, happy listening and success. Oh, my word. This is the worst ending I've ever done. We're going to leave it there. We're going to keep this. Especially though. Keep this. Leave it in there. It's yeah. different. We're going to yeah, keep sure. this. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, folks. So there we have it. Interview done and dusted with SG. Now, guys, do remember we did shoot a YouTube video after the show where he breaks down his ICT-based trading strategy. So if you do want to go and check that out, head over there, Trading Nut YouTube channel or tradingnut.com. Other things to remember, we've got the Genius Trader coming up, so stay tuned for that. We've also got the new sponsor, Mudrix, here on the show, so please, guys, go and check them out. Links on tradingnut.com or underneath the video. And talking about algo trading, which is part of what Mudrix do, then we've got the FreakBot performance, which is over there on tradingnut.com. Robots link at the top. You can get access to this this month of October only uh and it's part of my robot builders club my robot lab that i have there after this month it disappears right it literally disappears so if you do want to get access to it join my robot builders club you'll also get access to the robot that i'm working on for next month which is a market structure based trading algo for metatrader 4 and 5 and look if you want to uh, automate anything that you're doing semi or fully automate it then please check out my robot builders club because that's where i teach people how to build Trading robots uh, from A to Z, you can build virtually anything. I'm going to be closing the doors on door on that to new members soon. So guys, if you are interested, please now is the time to come on board. All right, folks, enough from me. Have a great trading week, and I'll catch you in the next episode.